start with the reading. Are you okay with that or what are you thinking? Yeah, go ahead. All right, I will unmute Michael. Oh, you already unmute. Michael Stacy. go right. ahead. Thank you. My name is Michael. I'm a real alcoholic. This, this reading comes from page 84 in the big book, the bottom. And we have ceased fighting anything or anyone, even alcohol. For by this time, sanity will have returned. We will seldom be interested in liquor. If tempted, we recoil from, from it as from a hot flame. We react sanely and normally, and we find that this has happened automatically. We will see that our new attitude toward liquor has been given to us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. That is the miracle of it. We are not fighting it. Neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we have been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. We are neither cocky nor afraid. That is our experience. This is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. Thank you. Well, good morning, everyone. Paul, alcoholic. I don't have the book with me now, but obviously that's one of the more profound pages of the book. And again, I'm doing the steps and I'm following the suggestions and these are the effects. I'm not doing the effects. I'm not the one, because when I first looked at that page, when I came in, all I could see is, uh, as an order, that I have to cease fighting everyone or everything. That was my, that was the working understanding I lived by, which was I was going to have to do myself out of what I did myself in. And in a way, we, we always have that little strange cognitive dissonance when we are we have someone's ear in the beginning and we bitch about all of our airtight uh, traps that we're in and the person says yeah you're fucked and go to a meeting they don't go into psychology or they tell you you know you better pay this they so go to a meeting and it makes seems to make no sense with the ears that I'm hearing it from but after a while you get you start keying into how this thing works we do certain stuff that what we do opens us up for something to affect us. We observe those effects and then we usually respond with gratitude and honor and with the urge to pass on what has worked for us to other people with the same ailment. Yeah. And it's not about I'm going to do myself into a a, a position of neutrality, I am placed there. It has a whole different feeling. I don't acquire peace of mind, I enjoy peace of mind. I don't do myself into the enjoyment of peace of mind. I do the steps and then one of the effects is now I have the ability to enjoy peace of mind. I do those steps and I open up to being, and I sincerely take the position of relying on something greater than else, myself, and all these effects start happening through me, through me. So my role is really to admit the first step that I'm screwed, that my own, that my managing is the cause of the unmanageability, to accept the fact that something has done for me what I can't do for myself, this higher power, because I haven't drank in eight weeks, and then to make a decision to turn my will and life over to the care of that higher power through the conduit of recovery. 
So I can't turn my will and my life over at that point because it's not under my control. So I'm under, I'm, I'm occupied by some foreign pathogen. So I make a decision and then I, this, the idea of surrender in the third step is really doing four through nine. So I surrender or I submit myself to the program. I lay on the operating table, I don't get up, and I take the doctor's advice. I do four through nine, and those working steps produce an effect, which is it loosens the bondage of self so that other possibilities can show up. Yeah, and those other possibilities are described on page 84 and stuff like that. And then I, I have 10 and 11 and 12, 10 and 11, to sort of maintain this condition by improving my conscious contact with it. And step 12 is the agenda of AA, which is to practice these principles in all our affairs. If you can't limit your affairs until you can, and then have someone who can guide you in that, uh, because you're not gonna be the one who's telling you which affairs you should limit, but hopefully you'll have good mentoring. And then you're gonna help other people achieve sobriety. That's our agenda. So. Uh, in a way, it's the, the importance for me is to see what's, what's allowing all this to happen, what's allowing for the disease to be so active before recovery and still be active after recovery. Yeah, What allows that? It's got to be something that something that's so hostile as alcoholism or addiction to a person who's under it, how does that how does that parasite convince the host to allow it to stay on the host really to suck the host dry and i can only come to the conclusion there must be a lot of activity in what we're listening to which is the head that implies we are that which is talking to us so we can't see the difference between our thought and an alcoholic thought. You start seeing that when you come into the program, but before that, you're seeing alcoholic thoughts are just, they're in the same herd of our thoughts all day. And therefore, we're being directed by the parasite to go where it wants to go. And they have these extreme beautiful examples in nature where these things that have an imperative, like for us it was to get relief, but their imperative is to procreate or reproduce. And so, and they have a very, it's, it's like the degree of difficulty is unbelievable. They can't go on, mat, you know, match.com or anything. The, they're, they're one, one parasite can only reproduce in the stomach of, a, of cats. Yeah, wow, what an incredible challenge. And it's not in the stomach of cats. It's in a, a mouse or a rat. So it has to get to that stomach of a cat. How the hell is it going to succeed? How? It's impossible. It can't jump into a cat. It doesn't have any wheels. It can't drive. So it has to convince what it's in to go where it wants. So it does. It jacks into the mouse's brain and the rat's brain and tells the rat or the mouse, hey, when you see a cat, or preferably cats, run right up to them. Yeah, so that hopefully the cats will eat the rat and the mouse. And you would think the instinct of self-preservation would override that, but it doesn't. Just like my friend, she believed that how could a, a mother ever lose the mother instinct? 
She just couldn't believe it until she saw it at AA meetings and she saw women who loved their children just as much as she did had abandoned their children under the fucking under the control and guidance of the parasite. So basically the we're outmatched literally as the host. So we have to access a higher power, a higher power that can put a stop to the influence of the parasite. We can't. So this is why we do the steps. Yes? We do the steps to recognize, to be convinced. Uh, first of all, our life, after we enter the harbor of AA our, and we reflect on it, our life has shown to us we are powerless over alcohol and drugs, let's say, and maybe many other things, and that our life's unmanageable. Now, I believed the unmanageability of my life was caused by my drinking, but that wasn't the case when I realized I was still unmanageable and I'd been sober for six months or a year or two years or five years. So that was out the window. So, 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 <laughs> so we, we're just, we just, if you see this from the root of the problem, which is the act of being identified as the disease, it's not us, it's the head that's implying that. But we believe and we're devoted to the head. And if you want to real, see that, read page 53 in We Agnostics, the bottom of it. We used to go over it, which is, he talks about the role of faith. And we had so much faith in, re in reason or thinking, and an, abject, an abject devotion in a way to this, this narration in, one, in the head. And it was the cause of our defeat. Yeah, so page 64, being convinced, self which is not us, manifested in various ways, is what has defeated us. Bill W. finally separates the two. Yeah, He separates self from us, and, that's, and then when we can look at it from that point of view, we can see that which is defeating us to be foreign to us. Then the possibility of being free from it isn't saddled by the identification. You can actually start outgrowing its conditions and its, and its uh, programming. You can. That's what the program is. It's a way of life. And so we, what we grew into by being taken over by the parasite, we outgrow by being taken over by the higher power. So all I wanted was clarity. I wanted to know the root of the problem so I can recognize it when it's cooking so I can bring it to step six and seven and have that higher power deal with it, yeah? How that higher power take care of it. It's sort of like bringing the garbage out to the, to the street. I don't pick up the garbage, I just bring it out. Something else picks up the garbage, yeah? And then something else picks up the shit that I have no use for and recycles it. That's the AA way of life. So thanks. Thanks a lot, Paul. Um, this is a time if you have a question for Paul, please raise your blue hand in the participants section of the Zoom application and we'll get to you. We have the first question comes from Leah V. Leah, I'm going to ask you to unmute yourself and then you can take it away and ask your question. Just remember everybody, this is not an all share meeting, rather it's a question and answer, but you can sometimes people share their reflections. And yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Leah. Thank you, <clears throat> and thank you for your service. Um, 
my name is Leah and I'm an alcoholic. Paul, thank you so much for these meetings. And uh, well, you know, I've been attending faithfully for maybe four or five months now and um, just really feel grateful for the opportunity to hear you speak. And, and thank you today for speaking on Thanksgiving. Um, so- Thanksgiving? Isn't it? It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I'm, Thanksgiving. I'm yeah, I'm actually in the Netherlands, so we don't celebrate Thanksgiving here. So, uh, anyways, for but I'm American, so yes, it's Thanksgiving. Um, I wanted to ask you about. Um, I, I think this is more of a non-duality question, but perhaps something that we arrive to as alcoholics who start to more fully embody or live the life of not identifying with self. Um, I admittedly uh, have um, a temper and um, temper has me um, and or rage issues that come up for myself. Um, and yeah, so I, you know, I have a track record of just destroying relationships with family, friends, etc. Um, and I realize it and, you know, um, I'm definitely powerless over it and don't have any issue with ascribing to a higher power. Um, and I'm very willing to hand that over to ask for it to be reconfigured. And I understand as well that I'm not my thoughts, I'm not my feelings, that these are manifestations of my parasite and the self. But when I feel a thought, that feeling is like, I'm not making that up. That's not in my head. Like I physically actually feel that. And I guess my question is for you, uh, I believe all of this. I ascribe to what you're saying. I, I don't have a choice because I, I don't know. I, I, to I just totally believe it. But what's happening is I'm still having these um, very pronounced revenge episodes or jealousy episodes or anger episodes. And I keep praying and keep asking to reconfigure. And I'm bringing it to six and seven. And I feel like I'm making some progress, but I feel a bit stuck. All right. Well, that that was a lot. First of all, uh, you are not going to become unidentified as self. You see that you're not that which s believes it's identified as self. It's a different. It's different. Yeah. It's sort of like the policeman and you know recognizing the thief is now gonna uh, transcend. Uh, the thief and the policeman, it ain't. You just see you're not the policeman either. Yeah? In one thing. Now, you just started all this, this process, and therefore, you know, perhaps there's the better way, and the better way is basically trusting something infinite rather than finite self. Well, 
for many of us, we're still in the gravitational pull of finite self a lot. So let's say, I'm using the term we loosely. Yeah, and yet we're being drawn into the other gravitational pull of the higher power. So basically, the heaviness of the old atmosphere starts lightening up. You start traveling lighter through things. Your jealous episode that would lead to a three-year prison sentence, now, you know, maybe you have a two-day emotional hangover. So that's fucking progress, yes? (laughs) It's huge progress, really. So... And the signs are, the signs are, if you're honest, that you're leaving the old failed system and you're moving into a new one. So you're going to have a mixture of the effects of both for a while, yes? Before one becomes dominant like the older one used to be dominant, yeah? And so now the higher power or trusting the infinite will become more and more dominant and your life or the way you travel through it, more the way you travel through it, will reflect that. Yeah, and so there, that's, that's to me is the progress of recovery. But at least you have it set up soundly. Yeah, you've recognized something and then that has led to recognizing a lot of other things. And now, you know, I'm sharing with you it works. So, but hopefully you'll come to having faith in this process. So you won't put so much undue attention on when the selfing appears and you'll be more resting in the attention of the appearance of the higher power. So more, your state will be more of honor and gratitude than fucking fear of being taken over again and excess concern. Yes. So, it's not like you move from one pole to the other with no, no effects or consequences felt through, through that process, yeah? When you're being placed in a position of neutrality, there's a lot of non-neutrality going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes? Yeah. So, I mean, if you shake up a system, it's going to bark and it's going to try to bite, Yeah. It is. I mean, if if that which it lives on starts moving away, I mean, and truly moving away, it's going to put up a fight. I mean, what would you expect? And would you expect anything less from a parasite? I mean, is you think it's going to graciously let you go? I don't see it that way. Yeah, but you are getting pulled out of that gravitational pull. And you are going to be getting pulled more into the other gravitational pull. Like that old priest in the beginning of AA said, you know, most people's experience of AA is a moving away from hell, not a moving towards heaven. But maybe we're in the movement towards heaven now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So just, I mean, what else, where else are you going to lay your bet? Yeah. I put my, I put my money on this, we were talking about it the other day, you know, you're at the, you're at the casino of life and you're at the roulette table. I just put my money on, you know, black 38 and I've never taken it off (laughs) really for 30 something years. It's paid off. (laughs) You know what I mean? Girlfriend, no girlfriend, money, no money. My money's on square 38. (laughs) 
<laughs> no matter how, oh, it looks like I'm going to lose. Well, I beg to differ. Let's wait, see what happens. Oh, this is the worst thing that ever happened. Maybe not, don't rush to a conclusion. Maybe there's something in process, yeah? Oh, I'm never going to get it. Oh, wait a minute. I feel like a lot of things have changed, yeah? So, uh, if you've come to the conclusion of of the basis of the first three steps of AA, if you come to the conclusion of step one and a recognition that there is something that can restore you to sanity where no human power can concerning the first drink, and you feel like, yeah, I'd like to make this decision to turn my will life over to the care of a higher power because if I don't, my life is going to be turned over to the police or to fucking an asylum or for, to an institution or to the mortuary. So yeah, I, I like that idea. Yeah. So uh, when that's sound, that's like putting your money on Black 38. Yeah. You just ride it. Yeah. And then whatever happens, you just stay riding it. And I'm here to tell you, I played this same number for 30 something years. It works, you know, the overall uh, movement is fucking reliable. And uh, you know how exquisite it is just to be here to enjoy looking at a wave out your window right now? I mean, it's unbelievable that you're not being drawn to yesterday and tomorrow all day, like a giant battle for your presence being just sucked up into the parasitical activity up there where you're you're full of anxiety when what you're viewing is so you know i mean i think a wave demands all my attention i think worrying about next year doesn't demand much really <laughs> i just don't it demands it but i don't it's not i mean it's not a good investment to tell you the truth so yeah Thanks a lot, Leah. Thanks a lot, Paul. We don't have any other hands up yet. Um, nothing coming from Facebook. So I'm going to punt right here. And anything? Questions coming up? Nope, not yet. Um, so, Paul, one thing that came to mind uh, when you start relying on a higher power, but you still hear the thoughts and you still believe the thoughts. So those thoughts haven't completely. Um, I still take them to be real. Um, occasionally I'll get these ideas and I'm not sure if it's going to be like a higher power functioning through me and I can trust it. What was your experience when you started to really have a sense for that? And I, you, you keep on saying that you start to lose interest. Was there a period of fear? Like, oh my gosh, can I trust the different things that are coming through? I don't know. I'm yeah, of course you go through that process, but you also observe how it worked out. And so you start tuning into the flavor of where the messages are coming from. You know what it's like to get the, I call it a horizontal download, this, the mental state. And yet now you, and the mental state covers up any kind of memory of the feeling of being directed vertically, you know, from let's say the higher power. But now that mental state doesn't have the oomph it used to have and the truth starts being told. And so, yeah, of course you make mistakes and those, those mistakes are useful because they tell you you made mistakes and then you become more finely tuned to it. Yeah. 
Thanks, Paul. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, because we're, the way things are drawn out here is through time and we're a work of progress. Yeah, that's what happens. You've been under the influence of the mental state for quite a while, and now you're coming under the influence of, this, of the higher power. Yeah, of course there's going to be a bleeding of both because you're shifting from one to the other. It's not a clean, it's not a clean cut, so to speak. Yeah, you, you grew into something, and so when you're outgrowing something, you're not gone from the something, you're just outgrowing it, yeah? So the something is still barking, it's still doing its thing, but you're outgrowing it, yeah? Just like you grew into it. It wasn't as extreme as when you came into the program. The beginning of it was, hey, let's have a lot of fun, yeah, blah, blah. And then it turned into something, yeah? So you grew into the depths of the problem and you outgrow it, yeah? And you go through some of the stages of the problem, yeah? I just think a lot of people, we, well, we come up with a lot of concepts of how things should be and they're not right. They're not on the money. It's not like, oh, I was here and now I'm here, there. No, it's a bleeding. There's a going from here. So it's like here, 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 there, here, here, there, 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 here, there. Yes. Yeah. And then the there becomes dominant instead of the here. Yeah, yeah, the only way yeah. I've been able to navigate something like that is starting to see where the self, it start to show where self tried to defeat us. And it's like, oh, I don't, I, maybe I don't want to engage in all of those thoughts. Like that's the closest that I can get for an orientation of like a higher power expressing through me. It's like, well, maybe I don't. Well, need that's to great engage. though. You didn't have that before. No, I didn't. Yeah. Really so now you're growing into it. So yeah. there you go. And when you grow into situations, there's usually mistakes a part of it. And then you grow and learn. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's when I had this idea started coming into me, I just rushed out and just started talking to everyone. I realized, Jesus, it's not working that way. So it's got to be masked the invitation has to come in an AA package. So you have to speak to people from where they're at, not from where you think you're at. Yeah. At first I felt I wasn't, that wasn't happening. So I grew into this, these whole, all these ideas. Yeah. Because you're not two levels below a coconut. You can observe what works and doesn't work. Can't you? I mean, do you need someone to tell you? like every step of the way, what works and doesn't work, there's a point where you come to your senses and you can see, hey, you know, I know, I realized early on, if I act out in a car, you know, like fucking try to rush up the back of someone, bad things can happen. It's just the way, you know, that's a good observation to know because I don't have the luxury uh, to entertain anger. And let it follow into a behavior, you know, a fucking acting out because shit happens like bad, uh, like on a big level. Yeah, I don't get, you know, I don't get like, you know, my foot stepped on. I get run over by a car twice. Yeah. So I've noticed what happens when I'm under the influence of the fucking addiction. I've noticed, I noticed that I get massive consequences. So, yeah, I would like. You know, 
I actually have power behind me now. So that reflection and observation is helpful because I don't want to, you know, it's not like, oh, Tuesday's my day. I can, you know, flip this guy off on the road. No, I don't have a day where I can flip anyone off on the road. I can't. Yeah, because not because I don't want to or want to, just because of consequences. I don't want to get, why do I want to get arrested <laughs> like 20 minutes later? I don't. <laughs> I'd rather just let them, you know, jump in between me and wherever and just fucking let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Black 38, Black 38, yeah. Why not? If you're, if this is the last, you can't, you're not at the blackjack table, you know? You don't have a good hand. You're not gonna win in poker. You're pretty much fucked. Yeah, put your, put, put your money on that, let life spin and see how it comes out. It's worked well. I think this is a, why did they say the first step needs to be sort of recognized perfectly? Because if, you know, the word, that statement being convinced, especially in the beginning steps, is paramount. That's what we need to, that's the essential quality. We need to be convinced this thing we're relying on is a failed system. Yeah. And it's not of our own making, actually. It's a foreign installment. Yeah. If you don't have that, of course, you're going to just keep on relying on it and relying on it and relying on it. Of course. Why wouldn't you? If you believe it's reliable, why wouldn't you sit in that chair if you think it's, it can hold your weight? Of course you're going to sit in that chair. When you recognize you, you can't hold your weight and you see the chair, you don't sit on the chair. But you still see the chair, but you don't sit on it because you realize you've fallen fucking flat on your ass a few times. So yeah, that's a failed system. I'm not going to rely on that anymore. I don't know what else I'm going to do. Oh, well... Do the steps, do some service, you know, maybe take some of the qualities of our way of life and be, let them become habits and see what happens. Yeah, and see what happens. And if the results come in and it proves its worth, fucking please respond with honor and gratitude and passing it on. Yeah. I mean, it's not rocket science. But unless you see the root of the problem, you're going to be looking from the root of the problem. Yeah. And I'll tell you to look at the solution from the problem sucks. It doesn't work. You're going to get a very, very weak, weak, uh, God, <laughs> a weak higher power in your life. You have to see you're not that which is playing God so that God can start playing with you. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Paul. I appreciate it. I don't see any other way. Jump in if you have a better way. I just don't see it. I mean, I I didn't see it this way. It was downloaded. And it hasn't been, I haven't seen any, I don't get uh, any revisions or let's make an extreme version of it or a radical version of it or a more palatable version of it. No, it's just... Something has taken us over that's not us. Isn't that wonderful news? To me, it's wonderful fucking news because that which has been added can be subtracted. But that which is me is me, yeah? But that which is added can be subtracted, yeah? 
And you're specifically talking about the self when you say that, just because. I'm specific. There isn't a self. I'm talking about the feeling of being the doer, the thinker, the haver, the one who has all the problems, the one who is what's the one that's thought about years ago and thought about in the future. That's what I'm talking about. If there is no self, there is no long lasting, independent, separate entity. There isn't. There may be an appearance of an entity, but it's not that long lasting. 90 years in the history of time is not long lasting. Independent, it damn well is not independent. It it's, has to rely on so many outside things just to survive. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't have private thoughts. Their thoughts, we, we have the luxury of being in a community where the commonality of the thoughts of alcoholism are revealed so you can see, hey, at least there's a large amount of those thoughts aren't mine because they're fucking propaganda statements and they're trying to convince someone inside. I don't know, why would, if you were gonna drink, you would just drink. Why does it spend so much time convincing you to have a drink? You must be something other than what it's talking from. Yeah, you must be. Why would there be necess- why would there be thoughts about you if there wasn't one in there? Yeah? It's presenting a you to convince the you that we are that we're that you it's presenting. That's what it does. There's no self. There's selfing. It's an activity that implies you already are something you never have been. It's an activity that implies you and I are already are something self that we will never be. That's exactly what it does. It assumes we are already that which we want to get out of now. <laughs> so we try to get out of it and then we run into the statement self can't get out of self and we're frustrated as hell and we keep on trying but we can't break through that statement self can't get out of self. So where then is the relief from self? It's before. It's seeing you're not that. That's where the relief lies. It's not after. After is the bondage of self. And the bondage of self is reinforced by trying to get out of self as self. You better know what the fuck you are. Because that's exactly what may be happening right now. Kaiser, Paul, Jim a.k.a. self, may be trying to get out of self. How's that? By trying to understand self, by trying to have a fucking, you know, a transcendence of self. No. The way of to get out of self is realize you have never been one. That's the only way in my experience. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. So we use the word self because AA uses it, but it's really an activity, selfing. Yeah. 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 This is just the view I'm having. I'm just sharing it. It's not written in. I didn't find this stone in an AA bookstore written on. I didn't. It just came. I came into AA. Yeah. And and as it says in a vision for us, this power is going to constantly reveal shit to us. Well, here you have it. I'm just sharing it. Yeah. I don't really have any dog in the hunt. It's just the seat assignment. I'm just, uh, you know, I recognized I had a, a talent 
and that talent has been given over to express stuff that people know, but they can't articulate. I just have that talent to articulate it. But you know what I'm talking about. You do. Yeah? But you, maybe you've never been able to put it in words. Well, here you go. Yep. No, that's great. That's great. We've got a couple more questions coming up. We have one from Gary C. And then we have another one from... Uh, Kathy, but her microphone doesn't work, so I'm going to ask it on her behalf, but we're going to start with Gary C. Gary, I'm going to ask you to unmute yourself. Take it away. Gary. Thanks, Paul. I can't get out of this one picture. I'm the, I, all this, the only oh, square yeah. I see all is right. me. Well, hold on, hold on. I can help you. I'll give you the gallery picture there. Please. I got a like, self-centered Zoom today. All right. There you go. <laughs> That'll be helpful. I've read my shirt about 20 times already. Me too. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Gary. Hi, Paul. Hey, Gary. And, and since it is Thanksgiving, I'd like to start by thanking you for this unique message that I never heard anyplace else. And for me, like I said to you the other day, it's like a key that turns a lock that I didn't... I'd never heard it anyplace else. So it, it it's like a step across a gap that, that never, the whole idea of selfing and how it works in, is just uh, a real gift to me. And I'm very grateful for you to, for your dedication to putting it out there long enough for me to hear it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So. So the, I was listening to one of your talks the other day of a, of a Tuesday meeting, and, and, and you were being quite serious. And I, uh, you know, it was like the last thing I listened to before I went to bed. And, and, and I was thinking, well, this makes so much sense. Why would I at, go to the thing that screwed up my life for an answer about how to fix it? You know, the mental process. Why would I ask? at the very you know place where i've gotten all this bad advice for advice so that 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 was just clear it's like that makes no sense to go you know to the, the guy that's already screwed me 11 times to to get the answer yeah um, so you know that 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 was really clear but then i started thinking the question is, it's like, yeah, it's a mental process. This selfing is a mental process. But I was wondering, and may, I don't know if this is important or not, but it came up. Is, is it all mental processes that are suspect? Or is, is selfing like uh, a corrupted, a corruption of mental process? You know, I was thinking like, yeah. Uh, does that make sense? Yes. Well, to me, the selfing uses the other mental processes yeah. to, reinforce its, to reinforce its primary idea. Yeah. So the mental process may be innocent in their mechanicalness, but they're being used in a certain way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's sort of like, you know, the Toyota can be, you know, driven... It can be driven to a bank robbery or a murder or to the dog park, you know. It's the Toyota is just a, a form of delivery, yes? So the mental state is a, 
supports, you know, I mean, you need to re remember where your keys are, yeah, because right. you need to have your keys to get into the car to drive to where you have to get food because you're a body that needs to have nutrients, yep. So, yeah. uh, and what would happen if you forgot your name was Paul, you'd miss many dinners when people call you Paul, you know, so, <laughs> you know, there's a, <laughs> it has its role, but it's been, I think it's been overly used to uh, reinforce this idea. Yeah. It's almost become synonymous with the mental process that, you know, it's like, and I get that. They're like, I'm suspicious if I'm too much in the mental process. It could, it, 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 it's yes. been hijacked. Yes, well, it's also, uh, the mental processes are interpretive, yes? They're interpreting life. So they picture you as a body, you're thought about as a body, you're remembered as a body, you're perceived as a body. So these, these processes of what we call Gary and Paul are interpreting uh, to the body, yeah? So, uh, so basically, obviously, we can all admit that the body is a thing, yes? And that spirit is not of thingness, yes. Yeah? Yeah. So then the only way we can look at spirit, we don't look at it as our own nature. We look at it as, a, as something we can acquire and practice and maintain, all the while just assuming the same old, same old is true. We're just going to add spirituality to it, yeah? And that should correct the mechanism. We just need a little more spirituality than we have. But see, the mental state doesn't receive the, the spirituality. It claims the spirituality. Yeah. So now it uses spirituality to do the same thing, to refer back to Paul as a body. And so uh, this is how it's infected. Everything the mental activities can do are used to reinforce this idea that we're a thing. And then the only way we can look at our real nature, I would say, which is not of a body, but of spirit, let's call it. We can only look at spirit as, let's say, an attribute we could acquire and try to cultivate and grow on the presupposed mental, physical condition. Yeah, to me, it severely limits the effect of spirit. <laughs> and I think that's where our answer lies, is in the spiritual condition, yeah? Not having a spiritual condition, but being had by a spiritual condition, yeah? <laughs> My feeling. But hey, that's just me, so. Not a thing, not a thing. Can't be, a thing can't be made into who we are. <laughs> no, it can't. The thingness is a a stubborn <laughs> a stubborn assumption. So obviously, but see, in some some views, it's not like you're going to become spiritual. You are spirit. Yeah, it's a whole different take. Yeah. So some views will will accept the fact that you're a thing. You're the thinker you're the doer, you're the feeler, 
and that's not really working that great for you. So let's use that to search for spirit, you know, search for spirituality and transcend these things and let's say get absorbed into the one spirit or whatever. So that's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it has been presented by, let's say, St. Francis in the statement of what's looking is what you're looking for. What's looking is spirit. So he didn't say who's looking is what you're looking for. It says what's looking, yeah? Or the seeker is actually the sort. So, or you can't use yourself to find yourself. So in that statement, the assumption is you're spirit already. You're not trying to become spiritual. You are spirit. And therefore what happens is your maintenance is really concerning the mental, physical, emotional conditions. There's a maintenance of those conditions, yeah? So that they, they don't get so uh, agitated that they cause us not to stay attentive to the spiritual condition. But I believe the spiritual condition is what we are. That's my belief, yeah. Well, that so clicks. I'm not a real believer in trying to have a spiritual condition I believe I am a spirit's condition. Yeah. Seems a lot easier, to tell you the truth. It does. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, because sometimes I can't sit down quietly. Like, we drove eight hours down somewhere, and there's, let's say, there's things I'm supposed to do. I'm not going to stay in my room for two hours until I think I'm in fit spiritual condition and come out. I'm, I'm going to be around dealing with what needs to be dealt with, yeah? So why would I want my condition to be based on conditions? Like, fuck, yeah, you know what I mean? Not ideal. You know, can you imagine if I woke up and I felt like I have to do at least two hours of practice to be okay? That's insane to me, yeah? It is. I mean, now if it's necessary, then you gotta do it. Like, if you really believe you gotta do it, you better do it. But I don't believe that anymore. I don't. Now, when I go home, I'll get back to what I do or I won't. But, you know, it's, I'm not going to be defined by what I couldn't do this morning. <laughs> just, that makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. That's like, I don't want to be a, a, a clear alcoholic in the coop. I want to be a free-ranging alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. That means to be able to fit yourself around circumstances instead of fitting them around you. So the circumstances is, I'm engaged with other things today. I can't be in my little monk solitariness. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that just another identification again? Yes, another cage. Exactly, another cage. Now, it, the bars may be wider, so I may get a bigger view, but I'm still entrapped, yeah? I'm not downplaying the value of wider bars, yeah? If the bars are placed wider, I've got a better view, but let's, the, the bars are seemingly still there, yeah? Yeah, they're not wide enough that I can walk in and out of them, so wait a minute, I'm still caged, I just have a better view. And, I mean, that has value on that level, but... I feel like uh, there's way more possibilities for us to enjoy peace of mind and understand the word serenity and shit like that. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. Well, thanks again. Thank you, Gary. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Sure. Thanks a lot, Gary. I appreciate that. Um, the next question comes from, let me just get it. It comes from Kathy. And I think it has something specifically to do with the 11 step. I think it's a great question, but we don't need to know what I think about it. It says, the question is, what about meditation? Does it help or not? And if so, what kind or what focus or what non-focus? So if she wants to follow up on that question, she'll have to type me directly, but that's her question. She, she doesn't have a microphone that works right now. So I'll say it one more time. What about meditation? Does this help or not? And if so, what kind or what focus or non-focus? Yes, all right. So the helping or not is really based on your condition. So if your condition is quite mental and agitated and believing every thought, well, maybe meditation will be helpful. But there's a point where meditation can be a disservice because you may be trying to become something that you already are. So it's always about what's before it. So meditation has great value. It can have great value and it can be a disservice. Yeah. But it's one of the suggestions to improve one's conscious contact. And if that's the only avenue you feel like you have to improve that conscious contact, then meditation. Now, there's a lots of forms of meditation. In Christianity, they would have contemplation. So you would read some statements sort of like what's looking is what you're looking for from St. Francis, or it's better to be understood, to understand and to be understood, and then reflect on that for a while. And then there's other meditations called Zen meditations, which usually represent just sitting, just with everything as it is, maybe putting attention on the breath coming through the nose, going in and out. Then there's Buddhist meditations, many of them. One of them is Vipassana. You can look it up. And Vipassana is sort of usually you're going to follow sensations of the body as they come up and put your attention on them. And just basically really pay attention to what's happening right this now. Yeah. Or they can also do certain things where they put points on the body and you just allow the head the monkey mind to just go around those points like the kneecap, the big toe, shoulder, and just go around there and see what comes up. And what happens is, like in Hinduism, they see the mental activity as a monkey. And if you put the monkey on the pole, which would be the breath, and you let the monkey go up and down, follow that pole, the monkey's behavior is going to get more peaceful. Yeah, so those are, and there's tons of other options uh, with meditation, but some people do it with visualization. They breathe in, you know, uh, the higher power and let out the self. There's lots of things, whatever works for you. But hopefully you'll realize when maybe you've reached the expiration date and look for other things. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that helped with that. Yeah, she's, I, I think, uh... That was an adequate answer for sure. Uh, and if she has another question to follow up that, she'll have to do it in the chat. And then I'll this, the point is with the meditation, many, many people, if you see it in a rigid way, you're thinking the only ways to improve conscious contact are through prayer and meditation. That's severely limiting. Those are just two suggestions. There can be many more taking walks at the beach or whatever, 
that can improve one's conscious contact, yeah? And then after a point, everything is used to improve one's conscious contact because you are that which is in contact. You are the conscious contact, yeah? So there's all different places where we're at that the prescription is based on that place more than the prescription. And then when where you're at changes, there'll be a different prescription, yes? Yeah, thank you. Uh, the next question comes from Ann Cavanaugh in Chicago. Ann, if you would like to unmute yourself. I know, Ann. I still can't see anybody. I don't know if I, Kaiser, I don't, I don't want to pull. You, do, you, do you have a view where maybe you shift the, the, the view and then you can go from speaker to gallery? That might help you. No, it just went the other way now. That's what I was afraid of. Hold on. I'm sorry. I, I know. Let's remove his pin. Hold on. I'll just stay here. It doesn't matter. It's fine. I'll do that. I'll remove him from the. Spot. Yeah, I got it. Let's try now, Paul. Uh, I don't know which one to punch. So let's see. No, we just stick with this. It's fine. Can you see me? Uh, your video is stopped, but that's fine with me. I know what you look like. Uh, I don't see your video though. All right. Well, yeah. So I pulled around. That's why I was afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back to I'm back to some weird thing right now. Hold on. I can't get out of here. So Black 38. Uh, Black 38. Yeah, just speak. Yes. Yeah, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I got you, Paul. Sorry. Um I'm I'm loving we're talking about selfing again today. Uh the last time that uh, you you were you were you were talking about this. You're talking about stopping selfing before it begins. And and I'm wondering well, it's not really stopping selfing. It's seeing you're not what it's going to imply. <laughs> there yeah. you go. There you go. Okay. The selfing the selfing is part of the programming. Yeah, obviously, we didn't we didn't start it. We didn't. We've observed it and we're still observing it. Yeah. It just, it, it, it runs a narrative. Yeah. We moved out of living when we were like three years old or so, and we started moving into a mental narrative. The mental narrative just became very dominant. Yeah. Mm. Where we've lost a sense of living. Right. Mm -hmm. And the and mental narrative is based on being the doer, the feeler, the thinker, being the one. Yeah having private thoughts and everything like that. It's based on that. And uh, a life just primarily based on that tends for most people to become quite unsatisfactory. Yeah. And then we try to get out of it as it. And then hopefully we get to the point where we realize I can't escape from me as me. So then we see it in a new light. And here we are with a message about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then part two of this is um, somebody had asked some time ago, um, does selfing occur while we're sleeping? <laughs> no, <laughs> it occurs when you wake up because when you wake up, you think you were the dreamer, right? Ah. Selfing happens here. 
So when you're in the dreaming, there's just dreaming. Then you wake up, and it said, and then it's 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 just assumed that you're the one who was ha was having the dreams. Yeah, it doesn't it? Yeah. So when you wake up from the dreaming at night, that's when the selfing. Right. Yeah. Oh. All right. So yeah, we're the dreaming rather than realizing. And in deep sleep, there's nobody there in deep sleep. That's why we we're so yearning for that space all day because there's no one there. There never has been. And there's no one here now, but it sure seems like there is. But in deep sleep, all that's forgotten. Not even forgotten. It's just not there. That's where we really rest. Do you understand that? Deep sleep? Yeah. 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 You can have a little bit of that flavor while you're awake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know that when I was dealing with depression, all I wanted to do was sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so see, the thing is, if, you, if the in becomes verified, then the only way out is to try to get out. But if you see that there may not be an in, that's the, that's the out prior to being in. That's where the real relief is, yeah. 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 But hey, all you can do is hear it and then you'll see what happens. Maybe there's a, there's a couple of extra cards in the deck that you've been playing with that you're not aware of, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, actually that, yeah, that was pointed out to me by a couple of people this past week. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it is. I mean, what it's just to come to a realization that what, you know, because there needs to be a realization. We're relying on shit all day. We're relying on that the lights are going to go on. We're relying on the stove. We're relying, we're relying, we're relying. This is a precarious situation we're seemingly in. And we need to have, we need to rely on shit that's reliable. Well, the electricity is much more reliable than the mental state we're relying on, for sure, yeah? So basically, the thing that we rely on most is the most unreliable, tell you the truth, yeah? Okay. Yet, it, it constantly advertises its veracity and its, and its success rates, which are totally bogus, yeah? It's all false evidence. It's all propaganda. We keep relying on what's unreliable, and then we're surprised of the, uh, of the results. How can he be surprised by now? Yeah? How can he be surprised that it fails you once again? It's shown itself to be a failed system. It's a dead horse. It's time to get up. Yeah? Mm-hmm but we're identified as it. So we listen to the story of the same old, same old, and the head just keeps making the present tense moment the same old, same old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, I don't know. It feels, it's sort of like you, you're a trumpet and you have a big mute in it. Yeah, and so every note is so fucking muted and muffled. 
it's it'd be better off if you weren't even playing maybe you know i don't know it just seems like you can end up like in a vertical coffin you just re what's resentment it's refeeling well the mental state's refeeling everything it always refers everything to the past yeah and then you react to this present moment from the past fuck i mean that's one of its features. That's what we're relying on. We're relying on it. Yeah? And its idea of the past is made up. <laughs> it's not true. Yeah? It's selective. It's not true. Yeah? So you're relying on false evidence. You're taking yourself to be false evidence. And you're fucking surprised that it's not working. I mean, why should you be? Yeah? Maybe you had the hope it was all going to stop when you stopped drinking. That got dashed. Or maybe you thought all of my behavior patterns that weren't working came from my using. You're not using and the exhibiting of the same behavioral patterns. That's bum that bums you out. All these beliefs were completely wrong. Yeah? Basically showing the manifestations of reliance on a failed system. I don't know what the fuck's going on, really. I thought, seriously, the behavior I was exhibiting was caused by my cocaine use. When I stopped using cocaine, those behaviors were still expressing. Whoops, I was wrong. I wasn't wrong. What I was relying on was wrong. Over and over and over and over again. Yeah? It's a failed system. Now, if it was the only one you'd have to listen to, then fucking who'd want to know it was failed? Fuck, no, I don't want to know it's failed. It's the only thing, but there is other possibilities. So now you can let go of that denial and that fucking aversion to a, a new possibility because perhaps there is a better way. Yeah, not the self-centered way, but the reliance on the infinite way. Hallelujah. Now you can finally receive the honest fucking appraisal of what you've been relying on. Do an inventory. See how it has defeated us. Yeah? So what? So that maybe we won't be so keen on relying it any, on it anymore. Because what triggers it is our reliance. It's not going to manifest in this life but through us. Yeah? We are, we are the brush for the artist to paint. Yeah, we are. Like it or not. If you like the paintings, let the fucking same artist run the show. If you're tired of the paintings, fucking, yeah. <laughs> Allow a new artist to pick you up. Yeah, do the steps. Live this life. Put that bet on square 38 and let it roll. See what happens. Yeah. I'm here to tell you it works. I'm here to tell you there is a better way. Not perhaps, there is. Yeah. Trusting something infinite rather than finite self. What we need to study is the object faith we have in the finite self. And maybe we'll be able to lose that faith by seeing we're not self. That's how it worked with me. Yeah. And maybe that faith now can get pulled into that other orbit 
of reliance on something greater than self. And then see how your life looks after that. I mean, I'm looking at the same ocean I looked at when I was loaded, but man, I'm getting so much more ocean out of it. I swear. Yeah, I'm sitting here. I've looked at this view before, but I'm getting so much more out of it. Yeah. That's an ability that I always had, but wasn't being uh, accessed. Now it is. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Ann. Thanks a lot, Paul. Uh, the last question that we have is that I see is coming from Mike Z. Mike, if you want to unmute yourself, you can ask your question. Hey, um, it's not a question. It has to do with the reading at the beginning because that was kind of uh, one of the more important ones for me in AA, along with one of the stories at the end of the book where um, a woman had realized that's what had happened to her. She stopped fighting everyone and everything. And how um, I really appreciate the tact that you have given um, the, you know, the testimony about seeing what we're not. So like, because I could never, I was not seen as somebody that particularly fought everyone or anything. Uh, the same thing with openness. I wasn't somebody, I really felt like I was open and something wasn't working. <laughs> you know, I felt, I, f I would kind of fight the idea that that there was, uh, that I wasn't open, you know, that uh, that I wasn't open to AA. Yeah. So that, that sense of it being an instruction. And so like, kind of, I just wanted to express kind of, it was kind of helpful actually to, to realize that it was an effect not to fight everyone and everything because underneath that was there was already a defensiveness that set life up that would have to be taken as necessary to fight someone or something. But if I were told that, oh, you're being defensive against life, then, then that would have been taken as a bad thing, a criticism, an instruction. Whereas this way I was able to appreciate uh, finding it out for myself. Oh yeah, if there's, defensiveness that's lost in you know the future and in the past it's like uh, when i first went to a or uh, when, when i got uh um serious about AA, so to speak i was i couldn't believe how i couldn't sit in a meeting and pay attention to what was being said because i would be so lost in having to uh review what people were saying and then prepare what i was going to say about that and it was like 99 percent of the time I, I really couldn't pay attention and that was just like an evidence of this of this um, defensiveness that had to go on that um, and but I had to learn not to fight that I had to learn not to fight the fact that you know that oh Mike's being bad for for not being able to pay attention for for preparing and reviewing and that's but I but I didn't really appreciate that till I got here where um, when you say things like, uh, you know, find out for yourself, I, I wouldn't even understand that. I was like, okay, well, I don't understand it, but that's okay. But now I, I do in the sense that it's really addressing that you can't be told. <laughs> yes, yes. So you're even saying, so, and even that would be heard as 
being told, find out for yourself, or see what you're not, could be taken as being told. But I really appreciate <laughs> the nothingness in that, that allowed me to, to, to recognize that like even having to ask a question would kind of be the S&M of like, yeah, tell me what's right. <laughs> and exactly. AA, and, so that's, and that's why AA wouldn't work. It's assumed that it's telling you what's right by, by a large part, portion of, of the culture or the people. Um, but anyways, like what the reading, like, like what the reading was, there's just an appreciation of the effect through an inference of, you know, like, well, something was causing that effect. And, um, anyway, I just, uh, um, I wanted to make a stab at, <laughs> at saying something. That was good. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the thing is, we hear everything while well, self-centeredness, when it claims it, it always hears everything as how it pertains to it. So it hears a description of an effect as a, like an order that I haven't been able to master. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So, hey, I want to end, eh? Because uh, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Can anyone hear me? Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, I see myself today. I haven't looked at myself this long then for, for an hour here. I can't get out of this. Uh, I'm locked into this Zoom. This is sort of like this is sort of like the bondage of self. You're locked in a Zoom where you're the only one from the front. Cool. All right, so you're not going to be able to say your goodbyes today. Oh, it's okay. I'm going to uh, just thank everybody. Thanks, everyone, for this this possibility. I really enjoy I I really enjoy the zooms. We've there is a momentum that builds. You know, we've been here for months, and uh, this is one of the nice things about time there can be an accumulation between all of us and there's a momentum. Yeah. It, 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 uh, the, what the number that comes up is, is more than the sum of the parts, so to speak. It's awesome. So thanks for being a participant. I really appreciate it. Now I'm looking at a map of America that's locating me somewhere near Los Angeles. All right. <laughs> so, Paul, I know you can't see your chance, but but Mika says, "Love you, Paul. Thank you." And I hope. You oh, thank, you. thank you. Thanks, everyone, and I'll see you guys. Uh, well, some people I'll see you Saturday, and other others uh, Tuesday. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, see you guys. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.